time to be in yeshiva. For Hashem, such a nice vibe. I'm so excited to have all the Talmidim here, each and every one. Amazing group of veteran and newer Talmidim. However you interpret veteran. We're all well squared in Talul. Now, all yeshivas manim semesters are special. Each one has its special flavor, the length of the summer, the length of the winter's man. Learning despite the summer. But Ella was different. Ella was always an elevated time for Klai Yisrael. I heard once from Rabbi Noah Weinberg, who quoted his Roshiva of Hutner, who grew up in a town called Slomensk, I believe. And he said that to say a joke in Ella in Slomensk was like saying a joke at a Leviat, at a funeral. They don't joke at funerals, even me. Rabbi Pesach Frank, the famed Rabbi Yushalayim, as a young boy, was in Europe, and he once heard a shmooze from the great Rabbi Saul Salanta, the founder of the Muslim movement. And as young children do one sometimes, he squirted through the crowds, and suddenly there he found himself standing right in front of Rabbi Saul. You can imagine such a scene. He just couldn't see it all, and suddenly he's right there. And he said to Rabbi Saul, as he was talking about Rosh Hashanah and talking about El, he was as white as a ghost. And that impression, Tzvi Pesach Frank said, stay with him his whole life. Those stories reflected one aspect of the times. The Amos Adin, the fear of judgment, judgment day is coming, things are serious, a lot to do, we have to prepare vigorously. But there's another aspect, just by way of introduction. I had a friend, Yeshua, and this Yeshua is an American fellow, and he had an amazing knack for getting close to old-time Yerushalmi Talmud Chachamim. That's a, a rare breed of person. And I don't know how he did it, Yeshua, but he knew like, a whole slew of these old-timers that were huge people. Probably because he tried. Anyway, he was close with a well-known Tamachachim named Yaslet Senvertz. Senvertz means like in Yiddish, ten words. It was a Karliner Chassid. It was a massive Tamachachim. And once I asked my friend Yeshua, I said, what's, what's Rav Yasla like as Rosh Hashanah comes closer and closer? Is he more and more scared? And I remember he said to me, no, he's more and more happy. He's more and more happy. El is a time of love. Ani l'dodi v'dodi li. Unto my beloved, and my beloved is to me. Elul, ani l'dodi v'dodi li. Historically, everything in Judaism is rooted in, it was a time when Moshe Rabbeinu went up after getting the appeasement for Luchos uh, Rishonas, for the for, for Shabbos HaBetamas, and he received, and he learned the Torah again, and he received the second Luchos in Yom Kippur, etc. So El is a time of happiness, an opportunity. So let's try to engage together for a few minutes in some L-appropriate behavior. What's some L-appropriate behavior? Let's start to our Parsha. The first Parsha in El is always our upcoming Parsha, Shoftim. So obviously there's some relevance, there's some specific lessons towards what we have to be thinking about, what we have to be focused on, what has to engage our minds over this time. So the very first Pasuk says, and the, here well, the Pasuk, we're going to try to analyze it, share some of the questions, give some of the answers, and make some meaning out of it. Shoftim v'shotrin titen l'cha, judges and policemen, titen l'cha, you should give to yourself, v'chol sharecha and all of your gates, asher Hashem alokecha nosin l'cha, u'shvatacha to your tribes, v'shoftu asam, and they should, these judges, Shavtu Asam, they should judge the nation, Mishpat a righteous judgment. Okay? 
So let's think about this. This is a seemingly national mitzvah, right? Of Mina Shoftim, where Jewish people are supposed to work well, have a legal system. By the way, non Jews are also supposed to have a legal system, right? Part of Shev Mitzvahs. But we have a national mitzvah to have Shoftim, to have judges. But let's think about it. If so, why do we have the personal singular lecha and not lechem? Shoftim v'shoftim titain lecha. Shoftim should give to you. You is means in simple pshat and pashup pshat and mikriyotzim midei pshuto to you and me. So what's the shoftim? I'm not the one making a shofet. I'm not the one training a shofet. I'm here with you guys. You're here with me. So what's the lecha? Question number one. Question number two, what's the idea of Bechol Sharech in all of your gates? What's, the, what's implicit in that? What's understood in that? Now let's focus on the end of the passage carefully. Vishavtu Esa'am Mishpat Tzedek. That's a lot of words. Vishavtu Esa'am Mishpat Tzedek. Five words. That could have been reduced to what? Someone? Anyone? Me? Okay. Vishavtu Betzedek. Why does it have to say Vishavtu Es Ha'am Mishpatzedek? You hear the redundancy there? Just say, and they shall judge in righteousness. Vishavtu Betzedek. How should they judge? Judge with righteousness. That will give you to judge with righteousness. Who are they going to judge? They're going to judge the Am. Obviously, who are you judging? Not judging the animals. Maybe today the animals are the Am. I don't know, but right? Who are they? Shavtu Es Ha'am. And what kind of, what are they doing? They're judging. Judge the nation a righteous judgment. Everybody hear the, uh, how much extra is there? Why Esam? Why Mishpat Tzedek? One last question. We know that in the depth of our Torah, we look at the smichud of things, especially in Sefer Dvarim, the connection from one thing to another. Right? Why is this parsha before that parsha? Why is this parsha after that parsha? One of the Ger Rebbe's asked, why is Bereshis after Lene Kol Yisrael? Right? That would be a, far-reaching uh, uh, example of the question, right? But this is smichus. So this is the first parsha and mitzvah in parsha shoftim. But we have an amazing parsha last week, which because Ben Ismanim a lot of times it doesn't get the, uh, the doesn't get the attention it deserves. Ben Ismanim parshas, right? And the very last mitzvah in parshas Ray is the mitzvah of Rias Rias Aliyah Laregel. Year calls Achurchas Pnei Every Jewish male has to go three times a year, bring a korban, right? Bring a special sacrifice, and go to the base of Mikdash. Liros, Liros, to see Hashem and to be seen by Hashem. So what's the connection, if we will, between the beginning of our Parsha and the end of last week's Parsha? Okay, so let's try to unpack all this. In the Mafteach, Vidarkenu, according to our way today, is that first question of Lecha. The Shlach Kaddish, the Holy Shlach already taught us that besides national mitzvah, which certainly there is, right? And everything we're saying now is going in a certain mahalach and the psukim. There are many ways to interpret the Torah, of course. Shivan Panam the Torah. But the Shlach says, besides the national mitzvah making shoftim, there's a lesson teaching every one of us. This, everything we're saying now is really based on the Shlach and going further with his idea. There's a personal Musr message, as there always is, but specifically here. There's a personal Muslim message. Yes, make judges for your cities. Be a Tardika society. Have order. Things we like. Have a police force! 
We need them. No. But you need to be a shofi for yourself also. Shofi be shofi titen You have to judge yourself also. Where do you need to judge yourself? B'chol sharech in all of your gates. What are a person gates? The says your ears, your mouth, your eyes. The places where things come in and out of you. Judge what's going on there. Make a shofi, be a shofi, evaluate. Over your year, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, what happened with your sha'arim this year? And don't just judge it, you have to be a shelter also. You have to have a vigorous, robust police force there also. So I want to less focus now on the ideas of ears and eyes and mouth, which the shla does focus on, but just focus a little bit on the idea of being shelter for ourselves, being judges for ourselves. Not to judge yourself. Cheshpan and Nefesh. Self-evaluation. The considered, examined life. Shoftim titan lecha. person has to evaluate himself. You know, it's so often in life, there's no one else who's really going to evaluate you. We all have to know how to evaluate ourselves. We have to sit and examine ourselves. And consider ourselves. Our strengths, our weaknesses, our actions, our thoughts. All aspects of ourselves. And that's the idea of Bechol Sharecha. And that's the idea of the singular Lecha. That's the message. On a national level, but on a personal level, it has to be Lecha. Shoftim Titein Lecha. Each one of us. Kol Echad Lefi Madrigasa. Each one on his own level. Each member of Klai, so men, women, children. During this time especially, you have to start thinking about yourself. Start thinking about your year. Bechol Sharecha. If you want to do it right, it has to be comprehensive. I read a wonderful book, which I like to quote once, called Moonwalking with Einstein. And the author made a goal in that book to become no less than the memory king of the United States. And believe it or not, in one year, he did it. I'll tell you something about memorizing packs of cards. It's better to be in yeshiva, guys. Okay, first off. So anybody gets in, I don't want anybody to get any bad ideas and leave yeshiva and tell me, you know, I decided to take the musr and memorize packs of cards. Don't do that. Okay? But that's what he did. And in fact, in the United States, he became the memory king of the United States in one year. And he went to Europe and he got trounced. The Europeans are better at memorizing things than the Americans. I'm not sure where Canadians fit. Anyway, so he has one chapter there which is just unbelievable. And he says that he was growing in this methods of memorizing and getting better and better at it in a meteoric way. And at a certain point, he's kind of like plateaued. His growth kind of stopped. And he's trying to figure out what was going on. He had this one-year goal. As a journalist, that's what they look for, interesting things to write about and experience. He had a gold mine, made a book. And um, getting quoted today, 2022. And he's trying to figure out what's going on. And then he started thinking about, right, where did people always find their fault? It's my father, right? So he started thinking about his father's golf game. His father, for years, had been practicing every Sunday golf, and he was never improving. Never. Now, the golfers is a serious business. I was never as open to be a golfer, but I understand. Yeah? Every Sunday, his father would putt and putt and putt in his basement, and he never got better. And here's the point. He never understood why he wasn't getting better. And his son, analyzing his father, said, You know why my father wasn't getting better? Because he was only looking at one aspect of his game. The game that he liked. I also like putting. That's why miniature golf courses make money. 
right? How many people drive golf balls? That's already a big golf to get, get the swing right. He loved putting, and he practiced putting, and he probably got a little bit better in putting. But, you know, there's getting out of sand traps, there's making, there's driving, there's strategy, a lot of different aspects. There were a lot of clubs, right? And he said, that's my father's problem. He's always focusing on something that he's good at and not focusing on the whole comprehensive game. And here's the depth. His father didn't get it. He sat perplexed year after year at the fact that he wasn't getting better at his golf game. And he never put two and two together. And then his son realized, you know, applying that thinking to cards, he has like whatever it meant that he was focusing on a different aspect of memorization, that's what he did. And eventually he won the United States. You know, so often in life, we don't know why things aren't coming together for us. The answer is usually we're working on one aspect of our game and not another aspect of our game. We're all drawn to naturally to certain things. And that's good. That's where our cocos lie sometimes. That's where our interests lie. But that's not the whole of a person. That's not all of a mensch. That's not all of what's expected of us as good Jews and good human beings. So the cheshman has to be b'chol sharech of shoftim titin b'chol sharech in all of your gates. You're doing great with your eyes, but how's your mouth doing? You're doing great in your bein on but how's your bein on l'mokom? You're doing great in your davening, but how's your learning? You're great in your learning, but how's your chesed? You're great in your chesed, but how's your self-growth? Of course, we can't fix everything at once. I'm not talking about that, but the evaluation has to be an open evaluation. A show fate. A judge titin l'cha to you, b'chol sharecha. How's my learning, my davening? My relationship with friends, with family, with my wife, my inner happiness. Have I been happy this year? Such an important question. Have I been depressive? We asked, what's the um, what's the idea at the end of the Pasuk? At the end of the verse of Es Ha'am, Vishavtu, it could have said again, Vishavtu Bitzedek. Why say Vishavtu Es Ha'am Mishpat Tzedek? So the Medrash says, Es Ha'am means Bal Korchach. So Lafidar Kenu, you have to force the judgment sometimes. People don't want to get judged. Right? So the Vidar Kane in our way will say the same thing. You have to force yourself sometimes, right? You don't want to go there. I don't want to look at this aspect of myself. I don't want to know this part of me. I don't want to un- uncover that. But force yourself. Esam. A few psukim later, the Pasik says, Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdov. Righteousness, righteousness, you shall pursue. And the Medrash again says, What's the idea of righteousness, righteousness? What's that double language? Do it again and again. A good dayan, right? Like any good thinker, like a good CEO, doesn't just make quick decisions all the time. You consider something. You go over it. Right, right at the beginning of Pirkei Avot, it tells us that. To think and rethink things. Go over them. And in our way, we'll say the same thing. This is a really important thing. A whole year, 11 months. For many of you, such you know, powerful 11 months, such changing 11 months. Tzedek, tzedek, tirdov. Go over it again and again. Think it through. Don't rush. It's worth it. The valuation. Another question we asked, why does it say mishpat tzedek? Right? It could have just said, vishavtu, you'll judge, but tzedek and righteousness. So we spoke about shavtu esa'am, but we didn't speak about mishpat tzedek. What's the word mishpat? What's that extra word mishpat? So before giving that answer, let's look at the very next passage for a second. It says, lo tate mishpat. You shall not pervert judgment. You shall not respect someone's presence, meaning no favoritism. You shall not accept a bribe. 
For a bribe will blind the eyes of the wise and make the just words crooked. Bribes. Right? A, ju- a judge can't take a bribe, even to judge correctly can't take a bribe. Not even supposed to see the Dayanim, the, the Balidinim. Uh, according to our way, again, what does that mean? So I want to tell you, share a story, a true story. One of the greatest gedolim, we spoke about Yushalmi Tamidi Chachamim, it's one of the, arguably the greatest god on Yushalayim 120 years ago, 130 years ago, someone named the Mariel Diskin. He was the god of already in Europe, and he came to Eretz Yisrael, and he was like, he was the man. He had a son named Yitzchak Yerucham, who was also a, a formidable rub, but also dealt in business, I think maybe in, uh, in wood or something. So this Yitzchak Yerucham, the son of the Mariel Diskin, had a, Din Torah had a uh, disagreement with someone else. I think in lumber. I think it was about lumber. Maybe it was about tea. Those are Jewish businesses back then in Russia. It was tea or lumber. I think it was about, I think it was about lumber. Good. What do two good Jews do when they have a dispute? They don't have to fight. You go to base them. We have a way. Show them tea, ten And this, not Yitzchak Yerucham, I believe the other person said, you know what? I trust your father. Your father is beyond reproach. I will take him as a singular judge. You can do that sometimes, right? Sometimes times you need three, sometimes you need 23, sometimes you need 71. We're talking about based in our circus. He says that Myrl Diskin, I'll let him judge the case. Whatever he says. If he judges for me, I'll be happy. If he judges against me, I'll accept it. Your father. Could you imagine such a thing? That was the, that was the, that was the esteem that the Myrl Diskin was held. Okay. So the two of them went to the Myrl Diskin. Shuleib was his name. They went there to be Shuleib. And they said, we're ready for you to do the judge, judge the case. What was the Maral Diskin's response? You know what he said? If a person has a negia, if a person has a proclivity, if a person has a self-bribe, if it says chayev in Shulchan Aruch, you read it as pater. You can totally misread the word. Just misread the words. It says, it says excused, and you read not excused. This is not excused, you read excused. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it then to for my son. Both say we all have big negias, right? Proclivities, self-consequences, self, self-interests. Our self-love, our being protective of ourselves. Now when you go there, it's a real challenge. Okay? Now what, let's go back to Mishpat Sedek. So I'd like to explain it, bring down the amazing explanation of the Orachayim HaKadosh. The Orachayim brings from a great dying in his time, this is probably three, four hundred years ago, four hundred, five hundred years ago, but Moshe Bordugo. And he says, or Moshe Bordugo, when he would have a din Torah, when, when, when plaintiffs w- would come in front of him, he wouldn't look at them. He would look down. He wouldn't look at them. He would not look at them. And he explained the reason was because he didn't want anything to affect his look at the halachic principles that were going on. Let's make this dramatic. Imagine the case, okay? You have a four-working divorced mother of three sweating away at one of those humongous Amazon warehouses. What do they call them? Love centers. Why do they call love centers? Because the bosses of Amazon make more of what they love. They're called love centers. It's true. Okay? She struggles into Baston in weather like this, sweaty and sad. With two children she couldn't afford to put in daycare hang off her. And the claim is that she stole $50 worth of stuff from the Amazon love center. Okay? Big Jeff comes flying in in his newest self-guided spaceship. (laughs) Smug as can be, and he wants the $50 back. If you look at them, you can't judge the case. It's impossible. 
Come on, Bezos. A little, a little compassion. Fifty dollars is is not a flight to you. I know you're trying to catch up to Elon now. It's more intense, but okay, still the fifty dollars. Yeah. But as a dying, if the case comes to you, you have to try the case. Don't look. That's the extra word mishpat tzedek. Look at the halachic principles. All you ha- all you see in din is is shulchan aruch. Did she steal? Did she not steal? I'll be din if she stole. She has to give fifty dollars back. You want to suggest to Jeffrey afterwards to give her a thousand dollars? You want to give her money out of your own pocket? That's your right. But in din, in halacha, in the halachic principles of a din, if that's what they're doing, they're dining din Torah. That's all. There's no room for Robin Hood in the courtroom. That's the idea of Mishpat Tzedek. Bishop on Mishpat Tzedek, the Archaim learns, is telling you this idea. Don't see the Bali Dinim. Don't see the circumstances. Again, only in, I understand, in the realm of court of law, right, it's your job to judge the halachic principles that are there. Lefidar Kenu, applying that thinking to what we're talking about, as you judge yourself, Forget it's about you. Imagine it was someone else you were looking at. You know, We naturally, right away, start justifying with something. It's not so bad. It's not really such a bad media. Every media has its place. What would you do if you saw someone else acting like that? That was anger. Ooh, that was jealousy. Remember someone told me I was jealous one time. I don't do jealousy. I guess I did. I did do jealousy. No, I don't do jealousy. Mishpat. If someone else is acting like that, what would you call it? I would call it jealousy. Well, guess what? The fact that you're doing it doesn't make you not jealousy. The same jealousy. Is this a problem or not? Does this need fixing yourself? Take yourself out of the picture. Now I want to share one thought that doesn't come from my from the Pusik, but comes from my great Rebbe Rav Leichter, and something I saw and learned from him and saw all the time. He was always so, we can't talk about it right now, the times, but he was so honest about himself. He taught his students and still does, I may have asked him, that self-knowledge is invigorating and fun. Ooh, I am jealous. That's interesting. Okay, I can deal with that. I do have this issue. I'm a little bit haughty. I a little joke too much. Okay, don't I, doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Doesn't mean I, no one gave up on me. I'm still married. Still have friends. Still have yeshiva. Okay, good. It's invigorating and fun. It's the fear that we have from looking at ourselves which stops us. Don't be scared to know yourself. Whoever you are is who you are, whether you admit it or not. And knowing it can only help you. Okay? So that's the idea of mishpat tzedek. Mishpat tzedek means that extra word mishpat is getting across the point. You have to look at the principles in din, in Basin. And in our way, it means you have to look at really the things they are. And the way, again, is to not see ourselves. Because when we see ourselves, our self-love and our self-protectiveness comes flowing in like a dam breaking. And that doesn't let us perceive who we really are. Now, Rabbi I want to focus a little bit more than I have in the past when I've offered these words for a few minutes with you. The last question we ask. Why is this coming on the heels of last week's Parsha, Parsha Zerei? Right? Smichus. And we remind ourselves that the last Parsha in Parsha Zerei was the idea of a Leel Regal. Yer calls the Chorchas Pnei What's a Leel Regal all about? I think maybe more than any other halacha, any other din as we see, 
It's all about Kirvis Habari. It's all about closest to Hashem. Everybody gets that. I'm sitting in Demona. I'm sitting in Svat. I'm sitting in Tel Aviv. No, you pick yourself up and you go and you bring a, you, specifically you, personal Jew, bring your own Korban Yachid, your own personal Korban, and you're so, it says you're seen by God and you see Hashem, whatever those ideas mean. It's all about being close to Hashem. This mitzvah, may, may more than any other one, is about that. Our bad midos hold us back from Kirva Sabari. We don't get this. Right? And that's why we have to do Cheshbon and Nefesh. See, why do I have to engage in this whole Cheshbon at the end of the day? So a lot of things come up to our heads. Self-fulfillment. We can't get by sometimes with our bad midos. I'm going to get divorced. I'm going to get fired. People want to work with me. People want to be my harusas. Bad midos run into all types of things. Right? Chesronas come out. And there are a lot of good reasons to fix it. But in Elul, we have to remember the basis. The central point in our lives and the central point in our avoda and our fixer and this has to be getting back to the Rabbanu Like David Amalek said. We have to focus on that. And that focuses back to the whole theme of what Elul is all about. I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. I want to be close to Hashem more this year than I was last year. I want to be more aware of Hashem. Now, both sides, I know all the Torahs. Everything makes Tavikas. Tavikas makes Tavikas. Tavikas makes Tavikas. It's true. But there's something called thinking about God and being aware of Him, and something called not thinking about God and not being aware of Him. That's also Tavikas. You have to, we have to all try to connect a little bit more. And our cheshbon and nefesh feel that, especially people, especially people sometimes who are connected to Musr and connected to fixing themselves, miss sometimes the shorish hadavar of why you're doing it. I want to have a yifei nefesh. I want to be a developed person. Maybe even I want to, I want to, I want to get reward. Okay, but what's what's underneath that? Beneath that, aliyah the regal. There's a funny story of someone running to a rav. He had a bad dream. He says, "What happened? What happened?" He says, you know what? I dreamt about God. No, that's not bad. He said, no, I'll tell you, it's a problem. He says, what's the problem? I heard that you only dream things at night that you thought about during the day. No, okay, so you thought about God. He says, I didn't think about God the whole day. He says, what do you mean? How, why didn't you think about God the whole day? Says, Look, I was busy. I woke up. I had to say Modani. Then I had to wash my hands. Then I had to daven. Then I had to learn. Then I had to do business. Then I had another say. Then I spoke to my wife. And I, I had to say, I had no time to think about the Roshom. So how in the world could I dream about him? He was all pretty. It was all... You know, when you think about it, it's a bit shocking how much, as my Rebbe Rablachim used to say, we lose Hashem sometimes in our mitzvos. We need especially in Elul, a little bit, to fix that. Remember, why are we learning? Why, why am I engaged in Aramaic text? To learn my son? Who cares about your son? Whose Torah are we learning? What is this? What is this body? Why are we doing tshuva? You can do tshuva without connection to the Bonashon. I want to fix myself. What are we really looking for in our tshuva? Shuva Yisrael HaDashem HaMokecha. That's a great thought for the beginning of Elul. What actions can I do? Right? And I ask myself this more than I ask you this. With a little bit more of a God-focused angle. We're doing all great things. We're in yeshiva. But how much can I bring him into my life if it's feeling his hashkacha, 
if it's doing his mitzvahs, if it's saying a bracha with a different type of mindset. But not just to technically do the right thing, but to be aware of the critical relationship. How can I keep my mind on what it's really all about? So let's do a quick review of both say of all we learned just now, right? We, we asked many questions on the Pasuk. Said the idea is not just a national mitzvah, but you have to make a personal dine, a personal judge on ourselves. That's the idea during this time of the year, 11th, 12th month. It's time to engage in Cheshbon and Nefesh and making our lives be a little bit more examined. The Chol Sharecha, in all different aspects of our life, we don't want to fall to the, uh, that was the name I forgot to say before, the OK Plateau. That's what he calls it, Mr. Moonwalking. We don't want to fall to the OK Plateau. Esa'am, sometimes you have to force, you have to push where you don't want to go, to go where no man has gone before. Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdov, the Pasuk afterwards is teaching us you have to do it multiple times. Don't be satisfied to sit down once. Like the Masila Sharm says, there's so much, so much uh, exponential growth to those who think about themselves. Mishpat, what was the idea? The idea of Mishpat Tzedek, we didn't, that was an unnecessary word. That we said is we want to judge objectively, we don't want to take bribes and... The way to do that is imagine we're not thinking about ourselves. What would you think if you saw someone else acting in this way? We mentioned that's invigorating and fun. Not really scary to know ourselves better. And finally, it's all predicated on last week's parsha, Aliyah Laregel. We want to be close to that Hashem. That's why I engage ultimately in these things. Elul, my friends, is a mighty important time. Let's engage, let's make the most of it by engaging in a real Cheshpan and Nefesh, real evaluation ourselves, and by putting real effort into remembering what it's all about. Thank you.